cold turkey. Unless it's between a few slices of bread, maybe with some mustard or cranberry dressing, it's not exactly an appealing phrase, cold turkey. It's the term for when you quit doing something, full stop. No easing your way out of it, no tapering down your use, or coming up with a general withdrawal cutback plan. You're just done. The internet has a lot of unconvincing theories for the origin of the term, none of which are worth repeating here, really, but you get what it means. Cold turkey. Usually, it's tough. Our brains and habits aren't built to switch things up that quickly. Mark Connor gets that. It's kind of the foundation of his new business model. The team at his company, Rootberry, isn't asking you to quit cold turkey. It does mean less cold turkey, though. Less meat in general. But don't you dare use the V word. Today on Abby Eats St. Louis, sitting down with the co-founder of Rootberry, a new plant-based food company that wants to help you eat healthier. Then I started to make some changes, and then I actually started to feel the changes. How our global health crisis helped them launch the Better For You food brand, the future of meatless meals, and why they don't like the word vegan. Plus food news and a weekend planner to get you out of the house. When the PR folks told me where I was meeting Mark Connor a few weeks ago for this interview, I was a little confused. The old Weber Grill location at the Galleria. Yes, the restaurant that used to have the giant Weber Grill barbecue like hanging off the front as signage. That one. I've been joking that even steak is going plant-based. I'm getting a tour of what was the Weber Grill and is now Rootberry headquarters. It's a place in transition. It's kind of cool, actually, though. They have booths instead of cubicles, a bar instead of a conference table, and then, of course, all of the kitchen and prep space for the food 100% in-house. We're a six-month-old company that is focused on making really delicious food that just happens to be healthy. Uh, We offer it by delivering to people's homes. We're at Deerberg's. We're in, hopefully, a lot of different places. And uh, we just make it really easy to eat well and enjoy doing it. What does it mean to be healthy? There are a lot of, I have a Polish grandmother who tells me the more butter I use, the healthier I am because butter is healthy for you. Oh my God, (laughs) yes, yes. Food is so personal and healthy is so personal and we we don't claim to have all the answers. What we do know based on evidence is that the more plants you eat, the better you feel, the better your health personally and for the planet. So everything we do, everything we make is 100% plant-based. Mm-hmm. We keep it fresh. Uh, and, um, and so in our mind, that is, that is healthy. And also enjoying your food is healthy, right? I mean, yeah. there's not just the physical benefit of eating. There's also the mental and emotional benefit of eating. And so when you feel like you're sacrificing or compromising, I mean, it's, it's depressing. I've done it. I've done those frozen meals alone and it's just not really, it's not really fun. So we really try to make, we talk about find your healthy and, and have the, the food experience be healthy all around. Yeah. But the reason we sometimes turn to those sad frozen meals or the drive through fast food place, or the reason we just don't eat healthy at all sometimes, it's freaking hard. It's so much easier to eat unhealthy foods. Mark knows from experience. It's why the meals are heat and eat, or even ready to enjoy right out of the packaging. You can find them in Deerberg stores, United Provisions, or at your front door when you order for delivery. Again, it's about being easy. So th- this uh, became part of the, the drive for me personally, too, which was 
I, I was having to make a choice was, am I looking for something really tasty or, or healthy or fast? And usually fast one, like, and which usually fast meant wins it, in America, man, doesn't it? <laughs> it? It does. And then that means that it's not usually good for you. Maybe it tastes good. Maybe it doesn't uh, very hit or miss. And so we want, I wanted to solve that problem, which was that it could be really convenient and easy. Um, and, and, uh, but still really tasty and, and feel good. Many moons ago, as they say, Mark had a career in the food industry in a very different category, working for a major brand cookie company, as well as a hot dog company. Yeah. This is a bit of karma for me, but you know, many years later then I ended up going to the doctor and, uh, was told, Hey, somehow you've gained 30 pounds over the last 30 years. Your cholesterol's too high. Your blood pressure's too high and we should get you on medication. And I was like, I don't know how this happened, but I am not interested in that, in that game plan. So uh, my, my uh, co-founder and partner, JT, actually began, he had just started eating plant-based and he introduced me to this whole idea, which I guess I'd kind of stuck my head in the sand. I mean, it was happening, mm -hmm. but I was, um, you know, just like, like everybody else, just enjoying the food and not thinking about it. And, and then I started to learn a lot more about food and I learned a lot more about what it does. And then I started to make some changes and then I actually started to feel the changes, not just blood pressure and cholesterol going down, which it did and it's totally in the great level, but also just how I felt day to day. Mm. Um, and I am not, uh, uh, you know, all plants all the time, but I'm You're not like a strict vegan. I am not, no, I am uh, mostly plants most of the time. Um, but it, it just makes a huge impact. And then I can still do other things uh, when I feel like it. And usually afterwards, I'm like, oh, why did I do that? But because <laughs> I'm reminded how it feels, but I still have a, a good, healthy balance of it. I think that's important to mention because um, that's the reality for more people, I think, than we even consider. The idea that I don't sit there and if you're a person who eats meat, you don't eat meat most likely every single meal of the day. You don't eat all meat all the time. If you eat eggs and dairy, you don't have eggs and dairy all the time. Right. I feel like people who prefer or try to lean into a plant-based diet kind of get pigeonholed in this idea that like, if you eat plant-based, that's it. And you know, that's a, a choice, like some big declaration you have to make is now <laughs> from here on out, yes. I pledge to be plant-based. You're saying that's not the case and that's not what you're trying to get people to do with root berry. For sure. In fact, the, uh, if somebody wants to declare that that's their thing, that's great. That I've certainly no nothing wrong with that. But I think the real opportunity is to not try to make it black or white yeah. is to just say, and it's why we say more plants more often. If you're doing that, you're, you're great and you're going to feel the difference, but, um, whether you're a flexitarian or a pescatarian or a vegetarian or whatever, it's, it's all good. Just more plants more often. The research and development process had to be about stuff that would taste good in a few days that would keep. It had to be packaged in a way that was less wasteful than your conventional grab and go type of foods. And of course it would have to be something that just tastes good. We, we, we didn't say, here's somebody who's a great uh, vegan cook. We said, here's somebody who knows nutrition and believes in, you know, mostly plants. And here's somebody who's really great at uh, cooking and preparing food and put them in a room. And that's what we did. And so we went through the R&D process. It was a good, well, we're still in it all the time, but f to get the initial round, it was four to five months. Yeah. 
How'd the name Rootberry come about? Ooh, well, it, we originally were going to be something else. And then down toward the wire, we went through the legal process and it was, nope, that's not going to work. So we went through a crash course brainstorming effort. And uh, it was originally a word that it was good root. And so originally uh, it was that. And we liked that for a lot of reasons. It was really hard to separate ourselves. And then we realized that uh, Rootberry, as it came up, and we started talking to people about it, it was more appealing to people, number one, because it kind of spoke to the span of plants a little yeah. bit more. And it had much more appetite appeal. Yeah. And, and, and it tied to something that JT and I didn't even realize when the name first came up which was we are big believers in kind of from the roots come the fruits. This just, it's the little things you do every day that will one day lead to something great. And you, you, you don't keep score every day and you don't try to expect or find a quick return. You just know that when you're doing those things, many of them will create great things down the road and whether it's love or whether it's food or you know uh, it, it just planting those seeds makes a big difference down the road and be patient where do you hope rootberry is in a year i hope that rootberry uh is in everywhere people wants to buy it in the greater st louis region uh including you know offices universities hospitals uh retail I hope that we have a little space of our own where people can come and visit us when they want uh, a meal right now and, uh, uh, and a place to hang out. And uh, I hope that St. Louis has given us the opportunity to know how to grow because we want to move from St. Louis and be able to do the same kind of thing from the Midwest to the coast and that we learn everything that we need to learn to be able to do that. What is Rootberry not? Oh, um, it, that is a great question. We are not judgmental. Mm. We are uh, not um, about health first, taste later. Mm. Um, we are not about work people to the bone and if they don't work out, go to the next people. Uh, and what that leads you to is we are about creating a great, we call ourselves the Rootberries, a great community mm -hmm. of people that uh, do great work, have fun doing it, and make great food that people love and, and let that take care of itself. Dory almost producer Dory, not only is it great to have you back here in St. Louis mm -hmm. after your well-deserved time off, but we are here in the podcast booth. Back in the booth. I know. Feels good. It does. It does. It's good to be here. Mm -hmm. It's starting, it's a nice day outside. We're all starting to thaw out a little bit from the crazy snow coverage that you got to miss some of. Some of. Yes. Exactly. Didn't exactly. quite time it out perfectly, but close. You know, <laughs> as good as it was gonna get yeah. to be able to experience best of both worlds, quite literally, um, uh -huh. in just a couple of days but we're talking this up this week about root berry and we were just kind of talking about how this could be a good option for like the super bowl coming up this weekend yes um it's on nbc ksdk five on your side don't forget to watch it and um cheer against the rams yes and, absolutely um the interesting thing about root berries you don't they don't just have meals they also have like snacks and shareables and stuff so maybe your spinach and artichoke dip could be a root berry spinach and artichoke dip and I like you that. give that a try. It's a little healthier, so you don't feel as guilty when you finish the whole thing. That and um, it kind of dips your toe into the the items that they have and giving them a shot. But then also, 
at a Super Bowl, there's going to be a huge spread of other things, too. So yeah. if you don't like that, there's always going to exactly, be something else. Exactly. Um, I was a big fan of the sweet potato planks. It's more of a se- like a warm weather, summer seasonal, summer fall seasonal item, but keep an eye out for that. And then also, um, one of the things about that Weber Grill space that they're mm-hmm. operating out of is it does have a little drive up. So oh. if you don't want to have to worry about getting meals delivered to your house, you want to just swing by and pick it up. It seems like a really good location for that. So yeah, weird to be at a Weber Grill but also makes so much sense. So I love that. Yep. Yes, exactly. So I love that you're back here because, Dory, your business of wrangling food news, I had to do it last week when <laughs> Michelle Lee was our guest co-host. She mm-hmm. did a fantastic job, but you're just so much better at wrangling the food news. Well, thank you. So what do we got here? This I week? got three good things for us today. I right? love it. couple things returning this year. It's almost like we're thawing out of winter here mm. soon, and we're kind of returning to a little bit of normal. That's me knocking on wood. Exactly. (laughs) And that includes the Cinco de Mayo Festival on Cherokee Street. It's coming back after being canceled the last two years. It's going to be held Saturday, May 7th. They're going to have three music stages, a Lucha Libre wrestling ring. Cool. More than 100 food and drink vendors featuring those Cherokee Street businesses and a kid's zone. Um, There's also going to be a People's Joy Parade that the community is organizing that Saturday as well. A big event coming back, and that is so important to those businesses in that community on Cherokee Street. Absolutely, and if you're really looking out to go do something, Cherokee Street is where you know they live. They it's it's authentic. It's is mm. uh, you know that very much is a community of um, you know you have a lot a big Mexican population there, uh, a lot of Mexican businesses, and instead of just going near Taco Bell or something like that, come on. Go out on Cherokee Street and celebrate because they have two years worth of pent-up parading to do. Oh, and get the legit margaritas and tacos and everything else in between. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so you teased a couple things returning. Yes. What else we got? We also have the Stout and Oyster Festival. Schlafly's Shucker Dome is coming back. This uh, popular event also has been canceled the last couple years. Mm -hmm. This is the biggest festival of its kind in the Midwest. They're going to have 80,000 oysters flown in overnight. Can you imagine the smell of that place? Oh, gosh, no, I don't want to. (laughs) All right, well, you can just enjoy them. How about that? Yes, yes. Um, But those oysters are going to be coming in from both coasts, and there's also going to be more than 15 stouts brewed exclusively for this event. A couple that caught my eye, a Red Hot Ripplet one and a Tabasco one and a Cherry Chocolate one. Those mm. all sound so good. I'm not a big stout person. Yeah, I feel like I I like a stout and stout and oysters and like having a little spicier stout to go with. I can really, you they dig know it. what they're doing. They know mm-hmm. what they're doing. So this event is free to attend. You just have to pay for whatever you want to eat and drink. And this will be held at the Schlafly Tap Room, March 25th and 26th. Ooh, Dory, it's that season where every time we talk about something, especially I remember wanting to go to the Stout and Oyster Festival and then it getting canceled. canceled. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so as we th- see things creep back up, um, let's hope that our numbers stay down and these things all can happen. And we can be good and, yes, keep these on our calendars. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm super excited and was really surprised by this news. Yeah, actually, um, I'm surprised we don't have this already. A new food truck garden coming to St. Charles County. This mm-hmm. is with the um, from our friends over at Nine Mile Garden. They're bringing Frankie Martin's Garden to Cottleville. It's going to be similar to their location in Afton. Mm-hmm. Very fam- family-friendly atmosphere. They're going to have sprawling pavilions, 
a live music stage, pickleball courts, a huge LED wall, a big beer pavilion, and a whiskey and wine bar, all coming to St. Charles County this spring. I'm also surprised that that didn't exist already Mm -hmm. because I feel like I've been thinking about, you know, way forever ago when food trucks were still just kind of semi-popular. They were having gatherings out mm-hmm. in O'Fallon and St. Charles County and things like that. Yep. So in big, uh, you say family friendly and St. Charles County goes, what's up? Ah, I'm there. <laughs> Let me have it. Let me have it. <laughs> hey, Dory. Okay. So I know that you've been a uh, little traveling gal. So I still want to know what the best thing is you've had to eat this week. Um, just even if it means I'm being jealous about it. All right. So I'll make you a little jealous, <laughs> just a little bit. So it's a little bit of a two-parter too. Um, we... Went to, so Jason surprised me with a vacation. I told him I just want to go somewhere warm for yeah. my birthday in January, whenever. And he took us to Jamaica. That's fantastic. Never I love been. It. it was so perfect. Um, we stayed in one of those overwater hut things. Beautiful. Beautiful. Never had a reason to leave the room, to be honest. Yeah. We had so much um, food service brought straight to us, drinks brought straight to us. So just having a frozen cocktail on our back little patio, yes. looking out at the turquoise water, yeah. was all I needed. I feel like you like look like you're coming to life oh. even just talking about it. I can picture it. Right <laughs> yes. I miss it, and I'm trying to channel that vibe all yeah, week. Yeah, I like, like it. Um, but yeah, just having anything out on that patio was just amazing. Mm-hmm. But... The great thing about traveling is that it inspires your taste buds. Yes. So you come home and you're like, I want to recreate that experience. I know, I remember you saying, um, like when you went to New Orleans a yeah. couple of years ago, trying to get Creole here in St. Yes. Louis. So last night for dinner, I just wanted a good cocktail somewhere. So yeah. we went on down to Planner's House. Amazing selection there. Yes. And I ordered a rum cocktail, which I absolutely never do, but... We just came back from Jamaica where yeah. there's, everything has rum in it. So I went with a rum drink and I got the Mumbai Jam, which Ooh. is, it was kind of interesting. It had rum, a wintry cherry liqueur, caramelized pineapple garam masala syrup, mm. and lime. So it wasn't just your typical no. rum, tastes like something tropical. It had that spice from the um, garam masala that really gave it an interesting depth to interesting. it. Interesting. And it was really good. It's one of their special winter ones. So if you want to try it, they just put it on the menu yesterday. So it'll be there a few weeks at least. And then maybe just look up like Dory's Instagram and see some of the pictures <laughs> and be like, oh, okay, this is the vibe. You want right to channel now. that, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, man, I'm still dreaming about that frozen cocktail out uh, on our patio, but... I'll take a cocktail here in St. Louis instead. Exactly. We're lucky to have good places to grab them, too. Very true. Mine is the exact opposite of (laughs) vacation. Mine is a family dinner. Okay. So nothing against a family dinner, you know, trust me. But um, my uncle was craving fried chicken. We had a bunch of family over. Well, not a bunch. You know, my family was gathered on Sunday evening, and my uncle went to Cyberg's and picked up. Mm. They have a fried chicken special on Sundays, so they don't do it all week, but it's really good. Mm -hmm. And so they only make it once a week. And so if you're like, hmm, I want to get something a little special for a Sunday. And the other thing is he had to drive all over the place and run some errands and stuff like that. The fried chicken stayed good. And then Ooh. we had to wait for some family to show up before we could start eating. And the fried chicken was still crispy. And That's impressive. Yes, the skin was really good too. So first time I ever had fried chicken from Cyborgs, and I would recommend it. 
Very good. Yes. Um, I also have all sorts of other things to recommend for you this week with this planner that you put together for the weekend of February 11th, 12th, and 13th, Dory. Starting with the news we got to break on the podcast last week about this very Asian dumpling fundraiser when we were talking to Michelle about it. Um, just a reminder for you, the week-long event is continuing for a few more days. This is the one where 15 St. Louis area restaurants are donating a portion of their sales from specific dedicated menu items to our very own friend and colleague, Michelle Lee's very Asian foundation. Well, it's not her foundation, it's the world's foundation, but she started it after that uh, interesting and inspiring encounter, I would say. She has turned it into something inspiring. Exactly. And like, I am not surprised that all of this has happened with Michelle because she is an amazing person. Exactly. And if you want to hear more about that, make sure you listen to our episode from last week where we have Michelle talking a little bit more about that. We also have a link to the full list of participating restaurants in the episode notes and on KSDK.com. And also, word to the wise, if you don't have any Valentine's Day plans, this should help narrow your decisions down a bit. There you go. All right. So if you're looking to channel some of that Cajun that I was just Mm -hmm. talking about, we've got Mardi Gras season in full swing this Saturday. The Cajun cook-off is happening in Soulard. You can get a taste of all things Mardi Gras. There will be amateur chefs from across the country, um, across the area, excuse me, competing in the cook-off. You don't necessarily get to try what they're making just because of like city health codes, mm-hmm. but you can get a Cajun lunch from Sugar Fire, plus an open bar, live music, and some other food and drink demos that are going to be happening with samples, of course, too. Tickets are required for all of that, um, and you can get that online on the Soulard Mardi Gras website. Um, just a fun note to people who are either new to St. Louis or have been to St. Louis forever and don't or in St. Louis forever and are just over Mardi Gras. These kind of events are a really fun way to get involved in St. Louis mm-hmm. Soulard Mardi Gras without maybe having to go down for the day of the Grand Parade where it's a little bit might not be your speed as much. Exactly. So. Get a little taste of it. Exactly. Um, hey, Puppy Bowl is happening at Bar K this so Saturday. So excited for Oh, this. shoot. It's happening Saturday. I don't think I'll be able to go. But um, I you should go and Brutus should go dominate because <laughs> it is not a Super Bowl weekend without a Puppy Bowl, of course. And Bar K, our new favorite dog park bar in the city, is holding its inaugural event with four games throughout the day. So Puppies 3 to mine. Three to nine months old who are up to date on their vaccinations are invited to play. If you're looking to add a pup to your home team, rescue organizations will be on site with adoptable puppies as well. Bring the dogs you have, the young pups, the old dogs, grab a few drinks and some friends. That sounds like a fantastic way to shake off the cabin fever. Exactly. And then if you're looking for something to do with your gals this weekend, Saturday and Sunday is Galentine's Day on Main Street in St. Charles. You can head on over to Main Street and look for participating establishments that have a heart in the window. They're all um, involved in this Galentine's Day event, specials, and um, just kind of a great atmosphere for you and your gals. Uh, I love the way you say gals. Gals. <laughs> so Midwest. Hey, gals. What's up, gals? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Let me get this over with. <laughs> uh, the event encourages you and your galentine <laughs> to support local businesses in St. Charles. It just sounds like a good way to get out. Get with your girlfriends. With your girlfriends. (laughs) Whether it's with your gal pals or your boy pals or whoever you're getting together with. Um, It is Valentine's Day weekend. Mm -hmm. It is Super Bowl weekend, which is happening on Five on Your Side. It's a -a once-in-a-lifetime event where you can watch the Olympics all day, then the Super Bowl, and that evening. all Sports. Sports day. (laughs) Um, But, hey, before you do all that, 
make sure before you go out the door this weekend, like check in with your local restaurants. Um, maybe see about making a reservation because mm-hmm. I know a lot of places, because Valentine's Day is on a Monday when a lot of restaurants are typically closed, you might want to check in to see if they have different hours or if they're doing their Valentine's Day specials on Friday, Saturday, or Friday or Saturday instead. Um I've been, I've been putting together a list, and I have noticed that some places are doing their things yes. on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Some of them are opening up specifically for Monday when they're usually closed. So yeah. a lot of weird hours happening this weekend. Yes, be on the lookout for that um, in the days to come on KSDK's website. Yes. Um, hopefully we'll get some information about that. But whatever happens, this is your official reminder that Valentine's Day is Monday. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Abby Eats St. Louis is a 500 Side production. I'm Abby Larico. And I'm Dori Olmos. Special thanks to Lauren Shelley for helping us get this episode together. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. We have some very, 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 very St. Louis episodes coming your way over the next few weeks. So we want to make sure you hear all of them. Leave us a rating and a review as well. And let us know your thoughts on our Instagram. We're at Abby Eats St. Louis. Go Bengals. Yes. Go Bengals. (laughs) And seize the plate. I like how to ask you. <laughs>